Hey there, and welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name's Amanda. Shalom to all of you, and I pray that you've had a blessed day. So I'm coming on this evening to share a word with all of you, and it is an important word. It's a topic that I feel is a very serious topic, and it's something that I discussed yesterday in the episode titled Fatal Attraction, A Word of Caution. So this is going to be a part two. I was doing a lot of thinking today about this topic, and I wanted to prepare myself because I know that I will get emails with a lot of questions um, concerning this topic, and I knew that one of the main questions would be, if I have become attracted to somebody, if I have gotten emotionally attached or committed quote-unquote an emotional affair, things like that, do I tell my spouse or do I not tell my spouse, you know, and just other questions that... I have a feeling I'm going to get, you know, emails in regards to these things. So I wanted to go ahead and share and just shed more light on this topic and hopefully it'll answer people's questions. (laughs) Um, But before I get into that, I have an important update that I need to share. And I have just been a lot of reflection today, a lot of thinking, a lot of praying, um, I do have something that is going on in my personal life right now that is really conflicting me at this time, and this is really hard for me to say this because I just announced that I have, you know, quite a few, several messages that Yas still wanted me to release. I was probably going to end up doing a season eight. Um, I still needed to do the Setting Boundaries series. I only did, you know... Uh, one part to that and um, you know things come up in life and as humans we do our best to you know handle the situation and balance things out and of course go to uh, seek him for help seek him for prayer and things like that but you know we are in some really challenging times right now there's so much going on right now but um You know, I do personally have quite a bit on my plate, and um, I've had something recently come up that I really, really need to seek Yah about, and I need to focus on what's going on right now. So, but because of what's going on, and I'm not going to go into detail of what that is, and I'm not going to share what's going on right now in my personal life, but if you feel led to pray for me and my situation, that would be wonderful. Um, But because of what's going on at this time and in the season, I don't feel right continuing my podcast and I don't feel right giving counseling at this time. So I know that I still had a series to do and other words that I wanted to um, release and even was looking forward to a season eight And I did announce that I would resume counseling services on November 1st. But because of what's going on right now, I don't feel right proceeding with any of those things at this time. I can't tell you for sure if I will be resuming my podcast ministry. I don't know if I will be resuming counseling or anything like that. With that being said, unfortunately, I will no longer be able to answer emails either. There's just too much going on right now. 
and um, it's just the specifics of what is going on and at this time I just don't feel right now that I'm able to help answer questions or give advice in these areas right now. So I'm really sorry because I know even when I've taken breaks in the past and you know I've always said that you're welcome any of you are welcome to email me but at this time I'm not able to tend to that either. So um, I'm really sorry for whatever frustration or anything like that 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 may cause. Again, I don't know if this is temporary or long-term, or um, I'm sorry, I don't know if this is short-term or long-term or temporary or permanent. I don't know right now. It's really hard for me to say. Um, I guess the best thing I can do is just remain, um, you know, continue to follow the podcast if, if you feel led, and if I do end up coming back, you'll be notified. <laughs> um and there's plenty of episodes to, to go through and things like that. But um, again, I, I apologize, but I really do feel that this chapter in my life is coming to a close. Um, and I do need to focus on what is currently going on right now. And um, I won't be able to manage, you know, the podcast and then counseling and answering emails and things like that. There's just... There's just too much going on right now, and I don't feel comfortable um, moving forward with that right now because of certain things that are occurring. So, and that's all I can really say in regards to that. Again, if you feel led to pray, um, you know, in regards to the situation and and for me, um, that would be wonderful. And if not, that's okay too. So, but I just wanted to share that this is going to be the final episode to this podcast, and I'm for certain this time. (laughs) There's no changing that. Um, I have prayed about this and Yaz let me know that, yeah, I I cannot proceed at this time. Okay. So I know it may not make a lot of sense to most of you, but um, just trust me when I say that it's the right decision. (laughs) So um, I just hope that in the time that I have had this podcast and I have communicated with a lot of you and helped answer questions and have counseled, you know, some of you and things like that. I just pray that, that it helped in some way. And, um, I will, you know, continue to pray that if you are still needing additional help or things like that, that, um, y'all will lead you to the right person aside from him (laughs) because we should always go to him. Right. So, um, all right. So that's the update. Let me go ahead and jump into this word. So, Again, I released an episode yesterday titled Fatal Attraction, um, A Word of Caution, and it was in regards to the topic of guarding ourselves and being careful because temptation is everywhere, and um, it's one of the biggest things that the enemy likes to um, to do is to, uh, to tempt us and to cause us to fall into sin and to cause us to commit specific sins. Um, and, and those sins can result in delaying our marriages. It can result in damaging and destroying our marriages. There's so many things that can come out of what I spoke about yesterday. So <clears throat> again, if you have not listened to the episode, I would highly, highly encourage you to go back and listen to that episode and then come back and listen to this one. So <clears throat> excuse me. Gosh, I'm sorry. 
Okay, so there were a couple of scriptures that I wanted to share real quick that I didn't get to share in yesterday's episode that I think is pretty vital. Um, one of them I'm not going to read. I'm just going to explain it real quick. So if you look in the book of Proverbs, Solomon actually talks a few times on the situation of, and he was specifically talking to men, but this goes for both men and women, as I said yesterday, of guarding yourself and being careful of not becoming attracted to the opposite sex, of not falling for those temptations and those traps that the enemy sets for us. So you see that actually a few times, and I actually read one of those chapters in a recent episode concerning that, but I would highly encourage you, Proverbs has 31 chapters. What I like to do with that book is, because we usually have 30 to 31 days in a month, I like to read that book every month, and you know, I just read a chapter a day. So for example, today is the 18th. This morning I read Proverbs 18, you know, and I would just highly encourage that because there's a lot of wisdom in there and it does touch base on that topic quite a few times. So I highly recommend that. Other scripture, of course, is in the Torah, in Exodus, and then Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Well, is it? I know it's repeated. I think it's repeated in Deuteronomy. It might not be in Leviticus, but anyways, the Ten Commandments that were given um, to Moshe by Yah. And we know, I believe it's the seventh, is it the seventh? Yes, do not commit adultery. Okay, now what I wanna point out, and I I actually wanted to share this scripture yesterday and I forgot. And this is in the Renew Covenant or New Testament as most of you know it to be. Matthew 5.28, and these were uh, Yeshua's words. Or actually I'm gonna start at 27, he says, You heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone looking at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Okay. Then he goes on to say that if your right eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out, throw it away. For it is better to do that, to be without that body part, than your whole body be thrown in the lake of fire. Right. And of course, that's not a literal saying but you get you get what he's saying right nip it in the bud before it becomes anything else get rid of it before it becomes anything else so but what i'm what i'm focused on here is that yeshua says that when you look upon somebody with lust you've already committed adultery with that person in your heart and we know that that's the seventh commandment we are not to commit adultery now most people in this day and age will view adultery as sleeping with somebody. But as I explained in yesterday's episode, adultery or affairs can can take, there's different levels. It can take place in different ways. There can be emotional affairs. There can be physical affairs. There can be spiritual affairs. There's different levels. The same way there's different levels to intimacy, there's different levels to becoming unfaithful. I mean, there's even, you can even commit adultery against against Yah, you know what I mean? Like spiritual adultery, you know? Um, and there's different ways to do that. Which is why Yah also says that idolatry is a sin. So what I'm saying is, is that, and even Yeshua confirms that in that scripture, Matthew 5, 28. When, we're, when we've already become attracted to somebody and we're, th- we're thinking of them in a lustful way, we're flirting with them, we're, you know, doing, even if we haven't gone to bed with them, we are still committing adultery with them in our hearts against our spouses. 
So before I go further with this, again, this, this word, this part two is really more for married people. If you are single, the advice I have for you is to, again, stop what you're doing, cut ties, cut connections, do whatever you've got to do, and just seek you on prayer and repent and ask for forgiveness. Because remember, I said yesterday that even if you're not with your spouse yet physically, in Yah's eyes, you're still married to this person, right? He's already ordained the two of you together. So you're still committing adultery against your spouse. Whenever you're with anybody, that is anybody other than your spouse, you're cheating on them. Okay. Um, so if you're single and you've done this, <clears throat> seek Yom prayer and repent and turn away from those ways. Okay. Ask for forgiveness and turn away from those ways. Guard yourself, save yourself until Yah brings you together with your spouse. Now for married people, it's a little bit different. This is a little bit different because you're already with your spouse. So again, I thought about this a lot today. I reflected a lot about this. I prayed a lot about this and I came up with some things. I wrote them down and I want to go ahead and share them tonight. And um, that'll be the last episode to the podcast. So I want to say this and I feel really glad to say this. Please, please, please. Whether you're single or you're already married, if you're single and you know Yah's calling you to a marriage, you even know who your spouse is, you're just not together yet, regardless of where you're at, please, 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 you know, understand that free will is not worth it. It's not. It's not worth falling into these temptations and fulfilling them. It's because you're, you're going to lose one of the biggest blessings that Yah can give you. You know, you're you're going to destroy your marriage. And you're going to hurt somebody that loves you and you love them. And it's not worth that. Please understand that it's not worth that. It's not worth that hurt. It's not worth that pain. It's not worth tearing apart what Yah's put together. It's not worth tearing apart a family that you've created together with Yah. It's not worth any of that. A moment of pleasure, a moment of feeling good, you know, none of that is worth it. It's not worth losing the blessing Yah has given you or is getting ready to give you. It's not worth any of that. Please understand, I know waiting can be hard. And I know that in the society, in the world that we live in, I know it's not easy. I know that temptation is everywhere. And I know that there are people out there that don't make it easy. Sexual temptation is a huge thing and it's a it's a big problem in our society. And I know it can be hard to avoid and this is why it's so important that we pray for ourselves, we pray for our spouses, we pray for, over our marriages. Because remember, it's like what I said too in yesterday's episode that the enemy is always going to, going to seek to kill, steal, and destroy anything that comes from Yah. And that includes our marriages, that includes our spouses, our children. He will do whatever he can. And one of the biggest ways that he tries to destroy marriages is either by trying to delay them from happening through us, through ourselves. Or if they have come together, he will try to gain a foothold into your marriage. And one of the biggest ways he does that is through things like this. Um, Adultery, problems with intimacy, things like that. And if he can't do it through that, he'll do it through finances. And if he can't do it through that, he'll find another way. 
And so it's so important that we pray and that we guard ourselves because I'm telling you right now, brothers, sisters, it's not worth it. I would rather be isolated and have no friends than risk me, you know, putting myself out there to where I could fall into adultery and risk my marriage being destroyed over something like that. And not only that, but committing sin. That's not good either, you know. I know we are forgiven, I know there's grace, but still. If we can, we need to avoid falling into sin. And I know we're human, we're, we're flesh, and we are in sin nature. And I'm, I'm aware of that. But especially when we have knowledge of Yah's word and we know that these things are sinful, we do need to try our best to avoid them as best as we can. If you suspect that you're being attacked by the enemy, which most of the time that's what it is, pray. If you're battling your flesh, pray. That's the best that we can do, you know, and make the effort. Be wise, use discernment, and not put ourselves in these situations to where we open ourselves up to falling victim to these traps. So, for those that are married, what happens if you do become attracted to somebody? What happens if you connect with them emotionally? What happens if you find yourself thinking about this person? And what happens if it goes too far and you do end up sleeping with this person? What do you do? How do you go about it? So, obviously it depends on what exactly is going on. If you've, you know, slept with this person, I mean, that's that's a whole other thing right there. And that's going to be very tough. Uh, more than likely, the trust in your marriage will break. Um, it's going to hurt your spouse very deeply. And uh, it may cause separation. It may even cause divorce. I mean, like I said, that's one of the exceptions that Yahuwah even gives for divorce is adultery. When, when a spouse has been unfaithful. So yeah, it could absolutely end your marriage for sure. Um, but I'm going to focus a little more on what happens when we become attracted to somebody. Um, or we get kind of caught up and we're having thoughts about them and this and that and the next thing. Okay, so I'm going to focus a little bit more on that. And this is what I came up with. So the first one is be self be self-aware. You know, if you find yourself attracted to someone, take time to recognize this attraction and be honest with yourself and with the father. This attraction doesn't mean you want to leave your spouse or start something new. It simply can mean that they are attractive and you are created something beautiful. Remind yourself to have and maintain one of the fruits of the spirit, self-control. You know, and I said this yesterday too, is that, you know, the thing is, is that we're all beautiful people in our own ways. There's such diversity and, you know, we can't all walk around with bags over our head. I mean, we can all walk around modest as we can and, you know, be respectful and honorable and things like that. But at the end of the day, we're going to come across nice looking people. And I don't think there's anything wrong when we admire that. You know, it's like seeing a, a you know beautiful piece of jewelry or a flower or something like that. You admire it, right? And that's where I don't necessarily see anything wrong with it. However, if we start with that and it continues to where you either start start developing feelings for this person, or you're thinking of this person, or you're thinking what it would like to what it would be like to be with them, or to sleep with them, or you know, it's a, it's a 
it turns into lust, it turns into a sexual attraction, that's where things take a turn for the worse. There's nothing wrong with admiring people because we're going to come across people all the time, right? Your husbands are going to go to work and sometimes they're going to work with female co-workers that are probably pretty, right? Or beautiful. Sometimes we can go to the store and see a very attractive man, a very handsome man, you know, and it's going to happen. And if we're good looking, not to sound prideful, but if you yourself is, is good looking, you're probably going to draw people as well. It's going to happen, you know, and as sad as this is, but it's true. There's even situations where couples go out together and they still both get looked at. And the people see they're obviously with somebody, but they still look. Or they're admiring, like, wow, what a beautiful couple, or what a handsome couple, or, you know what I mean? So there is a difference. There is a difference. But there's a fine line. There's a fine line with that, okay? So if you do find yourself becoming more attracted to this person, you're becoming a little bit attached, you're starting to think about this person, you're starting to think about what it, what it would be like to be with them, or you really like certain qualities about them, or you even start becoming sexually attracted to them, and you're, you start thinking sexual things with them and things like that, this is where Matthew 528 already comes in. We're already committing adultery at that point. Because now we're looking at this person through lustful eyes. And remember I was saying yesterday that there are three root causes of, of pretty much any sin. And it's usually either one of these or all of the above. And it's the pride of life, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. You know, and so when we're talking about this, it really falls under lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, right? And I think that's why Yeshua says that anyone that is to look upon someone with lust, they're already committing adultery with them in their heart. Okay. So the next thing is to set personal boundaries. You know, boundaries will protect your heart, mind, and your marriage. As I mentioned in part one, use wisdom and discernment, whether hanging out with friends or at work, etc. Make every effort to not be alone in the same space together. Keep your conversations light and impersonal. This will help avoid creating, and this is important, this will help avoid creating a false sense of intimacy or an inappropriate friendship. So again, going back to something that can be referred to as an emotional affair, which can almost always lead at some point to a physical affair. You know, and I was having a conversation with a, with a good friend of mine earlier today, and she was saying the same thing, that these are false feelings that we get. You know, these are, these are things that are not real. It's lust. It's not love. It's not falling in love with somebody. It's not... It's, it's, it's a false idea of intimacy or, you know, things like that because it's just sexual attraction is lust. And that's why it's important that we set boundaries, you know. But again, because we live in such a, a world and a society that there's sexual temptation everywhere. I mean, it's rampant. You know, sexual sin is rampant. I mean, our world is very lustful. And not just with sex and things like that, with other things too, but our world is very 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 lustful and um you know like i said pride of life uh lust of the eyes lust of the flesh it's always almost always one of the root you know root causes of of any kind of sin you know so i know it's hard but it's important that especially as believers you know you're praying about these things you're setting boundaries you're maintaining pure as best as you can you're guarding yourself okay the next thing is bring it into light 
okay? Because I know people are going to ask me, well, if this happens to me, should I tell my spouse or should I not? You know? So I kind of answer that here. So there are situations where an attraction to someone can grow rather quickly and get to the point where you're thinking of the person a lot, you know, everything I just said before. Um, this is the point where it's time to let your spouse know. Simply bringing it into the light and sharing the concern exposes the situation so that the enemy no longer has room to gain a foothold and have the situation grow even more or consume you. It will take courage and humility to have this conversation and your spouse may and can be hurt and react in ways that can probably cause issues. But they will appreciate your honesty. You know what I mean? Like, because then if you wait too long and then you decide to tell them, hey, a few months ago or last year I went through this, they're probably going to be pretty hurt that you kept it from them that long. You know, again, it's hard because this kind of situation depends on the person. You know, are they somebody that already struggles with insecurities? Are they somebody that struggles with jealousy? Are they someone that has anger issues? Are they someone that... You know what I mean? Like, and depending on what they're struggling with is going to more or less define their responses, their reactions. I mean, anybody, whether they're laid back or high strung or whether they're jealous or not jealous or, you know, it's going to hurt and people are going to have different reactions and some are going to be more severe than others. So I can't really tell you that even though you tell them, which I think is the right thing to do. I can't promise you that that doesn't mean it's still going to somehow affect your marriage. Some people may say, you know what, thank you for telling me, let's pray about this. You know, I can't tell you that maybe your spouse might feel like they can no longer trust you or now they're going to be insecure or, you know what I mean? I can't really say because everybody's different. And this is where I would highly encourage people to pray about how to handle this. But I do know that I think not telling them or waiting a long time to tell them isn't good either because as I've said it is never good to hide anything in your marriage it's never good to keep things from your spouse that's just honestly my personal opinion I think it makes things worse and I think you're better off taking a chance being honest with them and telling them what's going on and going from there than just praying like crazy for your marriage you know so again please do not wait too long to have this conversation an example of how you can approach and carry this conversation, you can say, you know, I wanted to let you know that I'm finding myself attracted or struggling with lust, or I'm attracted to someone in particular, and I don't want the enemy to gain a foothold through this because I love you and I value our marriage. I wanted to let you know, and I, I want you to understand the process and not hide or keep anything from you. Would you be willing to pray for me or with me and cover me? And then you can also let your spouse know that they are more than welcome to check in with you to see how things are, how, how, you know, how they're going and promise and reassure your spouse that you will always give honest updates and not become defensive when they do ask. When you bring struggles into the light, it can disappear within days because you were limiting the enemy access to attacking you through temptation, etc. because you're nipping it in the bud, you know? And it's important that, that you're always committed and honest in your marriage. And that's why, for me personally, I feel that when this kind of thing does happen, you should let your spouse know. Now, I've, I've had some people say, 
I wouldn't tell them because technically you really haven't done anything wrong. Well, I don't 100% agree with that. And the reason why they're saying that nothing's been, been done wrong is because, again, people assume that... How can I put this? They assume that adultery means when you sleep with somebody. That's when you've committed adultery. But the fact is, again, there are other ways that you can commit adultery. And, you know, Yeshua confirms this in scripture. And so I feel that when you've reached that point, when you are sexually attracted to somebody, when you are thinking about them, or you are thinking what it would be like to be with them in bed and things like that and all these things, yeah, I think you've already pretty much committed adultery and I think your spouse has a right to know. I think keeping it from them is wrong. Could it still damage your marriage? Yes, it can, because it's a serious thing. It's a serious thing. But unfortunately, it does happen, brothers and sisters, it does. It does happen, unfortunately. Like I said, it's it's one of the biggest ways that the enemy seeks to destroy relationships and marriages through sexual temptation. And sexual temptation is everywhere, unfortunately. You know, as hard as we try, as hard as we try, it can still happen to any one of us. Absolutely. This is why I tell wives, wives, pray over your husbands every day when he goes to work. Pray over your marriages. Pray over you. I mean, it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody. I have seen people, and I've, I've talked about this before, that because of lust, because of a false sense of intimacy, the enemy trapping them in counterfeit relationships, I've seen people's lives be destroyed by these things. I have seen people's lives be destroyed by a one-night stand. I mean, I've seen people's lives be destroyed over sexual sin and over sexual temptations. And I don't just mean in marriages. I even mean, you know, people beforehand. I mean, caught up in wrong relationships and all kinds of things. All kinds of things. So, I'm telling you, brothers, sisters, it's not worth that, that night of pleasure, that moment of feeling good and like somebody understands you and you're not alone. None of that is worth it. None of it is worth it. Please don't listen to lies of the enemy. Don't just... When I tell you, please guard yourselves. Whether single or married, please guard yourselves. But the last thing, I believe it's the last thing. Let me double check. What's the last thing I wrote? Oh no, it's not. Sorry. Um, keep a close heart connection with your spouse. You know, sometimes your attraction could actually be stemming from a lack of connection in your own marriage. Or it could even simply be that the person you are attracted to reminds you of your spouse. I know it sounds crazy, but it does happen. Always make it a priority to have intimate heart connection time with your spouse. Do the work that it takes to keep your marriage healthy, you know? And of course, I've talked about this all throughout my, my ministry, you know? Um, and be vulnerable with one another. You know, if you find that you need to have the, the conversation that I mentioned just a little bit ago, know that it is an opportunity to bring you both closer together, believe it or not. It can. It can bring you two closer together. Again, it really just depends on the, on the people, on, the, on you and your spouse. It's a conversation that can tell your spouse that you do love them and care enough about your marriage that you're willing to risk them being upset or even your marriage being changed, you know? But it tells them also that you do not want to keep secrets, that, that you can be trusted and that you are on the same team. And pray for that outcome. You know, like I said, it depends. 
It depends on your spouse, you know? It, it just really depends on where they're at, their personality, if they have any insecurities, you know, if they have any trust issues already, or if they're, you know, naturally a jealous person, or you know what I mean? It just really depends. Some people are more understanding than others. But just pray for this outcome. And if it does go the other direction, pray. Because Yah will honor you because you were honest with your spouse, you know. And Yah doesn't want to see anybody's marriage end. So he will work with you to try to save it. Especially if you repented and you've been honest. Yah will help you. It might take some time. And it might be a rough road ahead. But your marriage can be saved. So the last thing is pray for your marriage and theirs. And by theirs, I'm talking about the person that you're attracted to or you've connected with. So whenever you feel the enemy is trying to stir up feelings in you towards someone else, battle that with prayers and blessings over your marriage. Declare, declare out loud that you know your marriage is a gift from Yah and it was ordained by Yah and that you choose your spouse and that you bless your marriage. If the other person is in a relationship or is married as well, pray for them as well. Again, most of the time, being attracted to someone does not mean you have to partner with that attraction. Remember, it's a false sense of intimacy. And it does not mean that you heard Yah wrong and that you married the wrong person. Yes, again, this could sometimes be a sign of something lacking in your marriage or there's a disconnect or, or something that hasn't been addressed. But it can also be the enemy attacking through temptation to destroy your marriage because he opposes anything from Yah and anything that is for Yah's kingdom and purposes. And it is also in a sense, at the end of the day, we are human, we are in our flesh, and we are gonna notice other people who are attractive, like I explained in the beginning, but there's a fine line. There's a fine line with that. And we have to, you know, like I said, this is where we need to be careful, use discernment, guard ourselves, um, be wise about things you know you you know yourself you know your weaknesses and your strengths you know if a couple of friends invite you out to go have drinks or something like that or to go hang out and you know i don't know go hiking or something or whatever you know and the person that you are feeling attracted to or connected to is going to i mean what is going to be your obvious answer to that what are you going to do don't go you know if you work with this person, you know, like I said, keep the conversations light and impersonable, you know, um, do what you can to just set boundaries and let this person know that of course, number one, you are married and, you know, let them know that you are not interested in, in being unfaithful in any kind of way towards your marriage. Even if that means that you end up coming off rude in a sense to these people, but you got to do what you got to do. Because we're talking about your marriage. We're talking about risking damaging your marriage. And it's not worth it, brothers and sisters. It's not. You know, if it's somebody you run into in the neighborhood, if it's a neighbor or something like that, or, you know, once again, I mean, just be very short and, you know, you don't have to be rude or disrespectful, but be short, be impersonal, you know, impersonal and, you know, things like that and just let them know. You, you either tell them in words or you let them know in other ways or both, you know? Um, do what you got to do to safeguard yourself, to safeguard your marriage. 
We can't always avoid these things because again, it's all around us. And again, there's a fine line. If you want to admire somebody, you know, okay, but don't let it go any further than that. And let me tell you something, y'all. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much to become attached to somebody. It could simply be you and your spouse had a disagreement, right? And, you know, you go into work the next day, right? Let's say the husband goes into work the next day. You know, and he's still feeling kind of down and frustrated about what took place. And then all of a sudden he starts chit-chatting with a female co-worker. And she may end up saying something that he feels like, oh, see, she understands me. Or see, it's easy for her to understand or whatever. And bam, this husband is going to start to become emotionally attached to this person. Before you know it, now he's attracted to her. Now he's liking her. And if he lets it grow and continue, before you know it, he's pursuing her. He's infatuated with her. He's thinking about her. He's lusting after her. You, you see what I'm saying? And it can happen to anybody. A, a, a wife. A wife could connect on social media with, with another brother. And just, you could start out talking about scriptures and the word of Yah, and it can turn in an instant. It's everywhere. It's rampant, brothers and sisters. Even if you are not intentionally, because you are happy in your marriage, you are in love with your spouse. You have a healthy marriage, you're happy, you're happily married. These things can still happen. And they can happen fairly easily. If you are doing things that cloud your judgment, if you go out for drinks, listen, I'm not here to say drinking technically is not a sin. Alcohol is not a sin. It's if you have too much and start doing certain things, that's where the sin comes in. But if you know how you are, and you go out and you have drinks, and you're around somebody you're attracted to, what do you think can happen? Your mindset is altered. You're under the influence. My understanding is, you know, when people drink, they become really brave. They, you know, a lot of things heighten and, and people become very sexual. So what do you think is going to happen? You know, or what do you think can happen if you're not careful? And remember, the enemy, it's one of the biggest tactics that he uses to get people, to, you know, trap people. There are people that go out and end up hooking up with somebody one night stand and they wake up the next morning and don't even realize what's taken, what's taken place. That movie, Fatal Attraction, listen, I, I don't ever like to encourage people to watch garbage and things like that, but... <laughs> I would maybe watch it because these things are for real and it does show the danger and the harm that can come out of these these types of things and how they can get started um, and I'm telling you it doesn't it does not take much it really doesn't it can happen very quickly it can happen very quickly it really can so and it's not worth it it's not worth losing your spouse or your marriage over something like that. It's just not, brothers and sisters. And then the thing is, I have heard of situations where people are married and then they, they meet somebody and they fall out of love with their spouse and they fall in love with this person. 
they ruin their marriage, they get divorced, they tear a family apart and all these kinds of things and then they get with this person and within a matter of time they realize they've made a huge mistake and they don't even care about this person the way they did because they were blinded by lust. Please don't make the same mistake. Please do not make the same mistake. It's not worth it. It is absolutely not worth it. And if you're single, please pray. Please always ask Yah for confirmation. Please ask him for discernment and guidance. Just because you meet a good person, just because they fit the bill, just because it does not necessarily mean they're the spouse Yah chose for you. I've seen a lot of singles make this mistake. I've seen a lot of singles get desperate. They jump the gun and they sleep with the person. Then things go bad and this, that, and the next thing. I mean, there's just so many. I can go on and on and on about this topic. I can go on and on about this topic because there's a lot to it. And again, I have literally seen people's lives be destroyed in some pretty severe ways. And it's not worth it. It's not worth the little bit of pleasure that you get from these, these kinds of things. Whether it's that they make you feel good when you're talking with them, whether it's that you're sleeping with them and the sex is amazing and... It's not worth it, brothers and sisters. It's a false sense of intimacy. It's not real. It's a trap. And it's sin. And again, as Matthew 5.28 says, Yeshua tells us that when we lust over a person, when we lust after them, we've already committed adultery in our hearts. And if we've done that, we need to repent and we need to ask for forgiveness and turn away from that the best that we can. If you struggle with lust, if you have a problem with lust, seek you in prayer. You may need to fast. You need to pray. You may need deliverance. If you're single or even married and you've slept with other people, it could be the simple fact that you have ungodly soul ties that you need to break. That you need to break off of you. It's serious stuff, brothers and sisters. It's serious. There's something called the Marine Kingdom. These are spirits that um, put people in the bondage through sexual sins. And one of the things that it does is it can delay your marriage. You feel like you're stuck in life. You feel like you can't really go anywhere. You know, I mean, these are, these are real things, brothers and sisters. These are real, real things. And again, this happens because this is the enemy's way of keeping people from the things of Yah and keeping them in sin. It's not just keeping us from the people we're actually supposed to be with, right? Or breaking apart who you're already with, you know, when you're in your Yah marriage. But it's also to put you in, in sin so that you're divided from Yah. Light cannot fellowship with darkness. Darkness cannot fellowship with light. And when we are in sin, we're in darkness. You know, so that's another reason why the enemy does it. So that is truly everything for this topic, brothers and sisters. Um, I really pray that, you know, this this word or both words help you out, um, help you to have a better understanding. I pray that it's a source of encouragement to remain pure and to guard yourselves, whether you're single or married to be vigilant, to be in prayer always, always pray. Even a lot of people, once they get married, they think they don't have to pray anymore. You have to pray even more. 
You need to pray over you, your spouse, and your marriage, and your children. Pray protection because the enemy's never going to stop going after you. Especially when you're in the things of Yah, he's never going to, he's going to go after you even more. Never, ever stop praying and never think that you're safe from any of these things or safe from falling into sin because you're a believer. Remember, we have it even harder. So never think, oh, it'll never happen to me. Never think that because it absolutely can't happen to you. So please be wise, use discernment, be on guard, guard your purity, guard your mind, guard your eyes, guard your hearts. Even even watching, so I, I've even talked about this too, even be careful what you guys watch. If you're single, please do not watch things that have sex in it. Because what that's going to do is it's going to stir up lust within you. You're going to get urges. Even if you're married and you and your spouse are sitting together and you, you go to choose a movie or whatever, please don't choose anything with these kinds of things that stir up lust. Some people will say, well, what's the harm for married? If, if, you know, if we get turned on, we can just be intimate with our spouses. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess you could, but you also got to think of other things too. Maybe if you saw something in there that was done and now maybe you want to try it or, and, and it's, it's not right to do, you know, I've talked about this before. There are a lot of things that the world will display as okay to do when it's not, such as like defiling your marriage bed doing a threesome or you know what I mean there's quite a few things that I've talked about in the podcast that I've I've made it clear that these things are not acceptable they will ruin your marriage and it's a form of adultery again I'm telling you guard yourselves guard yourselves at all costs I'm telling you right now guard yourselves it's not worth it it's not worth falling into those kinds of temptations it really isn't So, all right, that's all I have to say about that. Um, Again, I'm really sorry that this is going to be it. And I really can't tell you for sure if it's permanent or not. I really don't know. Um, But there are some things that I do need to focus on and take care of. Um, But I'm thankful to y'all for the time that I've had. And again, I just pray that this podcast continues to reach people. there's, there's plenty of, of episodes on there, and I just pray that it reaches those that it needs to, and it helps those that need it. I'm sorry I won't be available for counseling or to ask questions or clarify things. I would just encourage you to seek you in prayer. That's the best thing that we can do, honestly, other than, you know, I don't think we should always seek man. I think we should always seek the Father. So, um, but anyways, that is it. Thank you all so much for your support, and again, I pray that this podcast has been a blessing for you all and will continue to be a blessing for others in the future. All right, thank you so much for listening, and I pray that you all take very good care. Shalom.